All right. Hey, y'all. It is grab your wallet time. Uh, we've been having fun doing this show. We love you guys for supporting us. Those of you that don't support us, patreon.com is where you go give us the money to get us to these people or beers to these people so we can interview them. And John's got some t-shirts. So that's on stealthisbeer.com slash merch. Check that out. Either way, thanks for playing along. Can't believe we get away with this every week, Monday at five. about beer over beer by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right. Hey, y'all. It's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hi, Augie Carton. I'm John Hall. Hi, John Hall. How are you, sir? You know, I'm. Uh, it's figgy pudding season, so I'm. I'm yeah. getting all excited. Nobody, nobody doesn't like figgy pudding. Nobody bring doesn't. It. You know, bring it bring right it here, right here, yeah, right now. It is. That is um, probably the most demanding of all of the Christmas songs, right? Like it is not. It's not I, even a, a polite request. Maybe it's cold outside. It's kind of uncomfortably demanding. Um, yeah, I took it there. Yeah, you did. Um, I just watched a I just watched a horrible Hallmark movie that somehow got McG to produce it, so it showed up on Netflix with uh with um I don't know anyway it doesn't matter but it's it's no, called no like, you let us down this path it's now it's called Christmas Heart or something um some of it was fun that's it it sort of a weird title for a movie well they're somehow trying to link together. Christmas Heart die hard or something. And whatever. It's, well, it's Die Hard and that Love Actually. Oh, so it's Love Hard. It's Love Actually and Die Hard are their two favorite movies and they're going to get together by the end. Um, but, but True Love so is he, falling he, off he does the it, building. He does what's supposed to be impromptu rewriting of that song to be not creepy. And it was kind of cute and kind of funny and involved their qua. So it made me laugh. Okay. Um, Did anyway, John Legend on. do that recently? Where it's like all not not with Lemon Lacroix, as far as I know. Lacroix. Lacroix. Uh, let's 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 talk to M. Please. So hey M, M Souter of Pints and Panels, and this show multiple times in the past. A year must be ending because we've asked M to come chill with us. How are you, M? I'm well. How about you guys? How you doing? Well, you hear us. Um, you I guess you're doing, you're doing the something. Show, the show, the show, as you can tell, has not evolved in the last 365 has, days. No yeah. motion, no motion. Wait, isn't it 730? Didn't we have M like in person 2920 into 2020, like the last days of 2019? Yeah, we were at that weird little bar not far from Treadwell because Treadwell wouldn't let us in, so we went to some. Right, they had like a Christmas party or something. Yeah, it was like remember that was like like a rail shaped bar and had like a bouncer and like a dress code and all sorts of. And but what I remember most about it is we were next to a giant glass wall that yeah was like zero insulation protection, (laughs) which which so so but more often than not when you're in New York City because New York is New York. 
But I'm always like amazed that I'm standing next to a glass wall and there's snow hitting it and I feel none of that cold or vice versa. It's 107 degrees outside. You walk in, sit next to a glass wall and the air conditioning is working. And that was not that experience. Like yeah. I felt like we were, we were in a comical Christmas environment. I shouldn't be too disparaging about that place, but didn't we send beers back, M? Or the draft lines were filthy. Yeah, they were really filthy. Okay, see, I don't have to be disparaging when M's <laughs> no, here. I love that. No, that was the was uh, M was will rough. disparage for us. I will, and then we went uh, to the, ho- the Holiday Inn afterwards for beers, and their draft lines immaculate. Yeah, that's right. There's that weird little. It's like a German beer hall inside of a Holiday Inn. Hol- yeah, yeah that was awesome. and they had firestone walker on like and we were like yeah keep it coming and it was yeah. great yep That's, i like that place yeah so anyway so, so but we never did a call-in show with M. this is the first time we've had you call it correct oh, oh. yes uh yeah i've been right. this is the third time i've come on the program right and this, is, this is the first is... time i'm in sweatpants in my house okay so, nice yeah. so i guess what i'm saying is it's been two years, so let's check in on those years. You know, last time we spoke, you were you either had just taken or were just about to take the level three Chicharone thing. So if we want to go that far back, we can. But since then, you have a new Pints and Panels coming out. Is it true you've chosen that epic all-time best day to release a beer-related book, December 26th for your release date? No, my book comes out next year. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we strongly a- suggest yeah, April December 25th. 26th. Oh, we strongly suggest December 26th. Boxing Day is when all the best beer books come out. And see, Em doesn't listen to this. Nobody listens to the show. But Justin Justin Kennedy's Scratch and Sniff beer book like five years ago was released on December 26th, which was just the ultimate sort of fuck you that the publisher could have given him. And yeah, yeah. but it went on to become a a seller. The most important Scratch and Sniff beer book ever. Agree. 100%. Number one. So what have you actually so been up to fruit. besides pints and paneling, which is obviously of interest, but what, what's, what's this last two COVID years been like for you? Um, it's been a lot of drinking beer at home. It's been a lot of working the curbside window at Fox Farm in Salem, Connecticut, uh, where I nice. work one day a week. I'm the, you roll to the back of the barn. I'm the friendly face that greets you in the drive through window. I, mm-hmm. yeah, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Not me, the beer. Um, <laughs> it is, um, yeah, I've been, I just finished my second book, which is going to be published April 25th by Brewers Publications called Hooray for Craft Beer. Uh, yeah. Now, so, wait, can I ask you a question? Is Brewers Publications the one associated with um, the Brewers John Association? Will me, the Brewers Association. John yes. will help me with these words. Yes. But like when I go to CBC and there's that table that, pre-COVID would have authors signing the books they've put out. Mm-hmm. That's what you're talking about as publishing. Yes, I will yes. be at that table okay. in Minneapolis in, in <laughs> May of 2022. Fingers crossed that we're not. Well, it's you those. and John Palmer and yep. Stan Hieronymus and a, yep. Quite the Stan Hieronymus and Stan, and Stan Hieronymus, Hieronymus and Stan Hieronymus. Yep. Yeah. It's he Stan is a prolific show. bastard. He is a prolific bastard. So is this just like we've talked about the panels and all that. So I don't think I'm going too far, but when I was a young man, all of my favorite um, Sunday comics, panel comics 
would get collected in books and then series of books. And, you know, you'd, you'd have the Calvin and Hobbes one and you'd have the, is, is this just your next collection of panels from the next phase all put together or are you doing something different with it? No, it's all 100% new illustrations, 200 pages. Uh, wow. It's kind of, a, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that was 2021 <laughs> right there. Um, yeah, it was, so you found good work in those sweatpants. Yes. Yes. Me and my pajamas and the cats have been very busy. Um, plus that, plus I do like commissions. I have the pints and panels shop where there's merchandise. There's lots of freelance stuff, doing stuff for vine pair, doing stuff for the alcohol professor, doing stuff. Is it all still art based? Are you doing some, some writing um, as well for guys, for folks like vine pair? Vine Pair is all illustrated, and then I do okay, a monthly cool. comic for, yeah, I do Ale Academy. It's a takeoff of the Magic School Bus. So it's a fake. <laughs> What's the Magic movie. School Bus? It's a, uh, um, my 90s age is showing. It's a, 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 a beloved children's, it's a beloved children's book that was made into a PBS television show with Lily Tomlin as Miss Frizzle, and it was a great, it's a great book series about, like, education and the teacher that takes her kids all the places, so it's yeah, but it's they like shrink related. the bus down and like enter yeah. the skeletal so like, system and things. Yeah. So the they learned about Mexican loggers by going to Mexico, and then there's like a special door <laughs> where they travel back in time to meet one of the original brewers of Kentucky Common. Really? And, yeah, Ooh. John. I don't. I could not find any photos of John Ortel from the Ortel's Butchertown <laughs> Brewery, but yeah. uh, I assumed he had a mustache. Well, um, well it's, it's a good uh, assumption. That's a safe something, yeah. Something's never changed. I don't changed think you've really beer. gone yeah. out on a, on, a, on a limb there that yeah. that, that so. guy would at least. Have, I mean, I think it's probably a stylized mustache. Oh, it wasn't quite a stylized. Yeah, he had, good, he had great suspenders and a good jacket. And it was, yeah, he looked hopefully good stuff. Well, good here's, hat, here's the thing hat. that I love about your comics. And we talked about this, I think, last summer of when you're drawing things, you are trying to be as historically accurate as possible and i think when we spoke like you were trying to figure out like what the traditional you know czechoslovakian everyday citizen was wearing in the streets in the 1800s so that you could get your pilsner illustrations correct I hopefully I did that correct. Yes, I'm very cognizant did, of making. Did, did I remember that correctly? You yeah. did. You did. And there's a page where I mean, I looked at fashion. I remember we, you and I had a long conversation about fashion because beer <laughs> history. Like I wanted to make sure that like, if I was putting someone in a costume or like an outfit that was accurate. So it's it's something that's very important to me, especially in my work. Even though it's like illustrated and fun, like it should be as accurate as possible. Like I'm giving you good beer information, but I'm also giving you like accurate, hopefully historical fashion. <laughs> I mean, weird. in the modern era, how good, how good have you become at drawing Carhartts? Um, I mostly draw a lot of Brewer Supply Group hats, which I've become <laughs> quite good at drawing. Um, there are a the lot little, of the little yeah. logo in the lower the little left corner. logo yeah, yeah with the green yeah that's uh yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> i can't draw flannel it's too difficult any colors so i just yeah it's a lot of overalls too yeah. <laughs> and boots of, don't forget the boots Boots. i draw a lot of boots and i'm yeah. really sure, and then i also i also make sure all my um comics are osha compliant so oh. like 
their safety glasses when they're in a brewery unless they have regular glasses on. I just drew a comic about Feldenstrahn darks slash quads and I drew, the Ale Academy students went to Rochefort Brewing because I really Ooh. wanted to draw that brew house because it's fucking beautiful. Uh, <laughs> not that I've been there, but I've seen the pictures are beautiful. And yeah, they're all wearing, they're not wearing like um, hats or, that's the one thing I messed up on. There's no hats or uh, like beard, whatever. I don't know. Because a couple of my <laughs> students have beards. So they don't have the like beard guard. I was gonna say, if flannel's hard to 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 draw, beard nets must be like a motherfucker. I to... Yeah, I don't really know how one would draw a beard, but yeah, anytime I draw a brewery, everyone's wearing safety equipment because that's. Well, I love that you're doing that because it's. Well, and I like that you. I like that you're keeping us safe from being discovered by the feds in your comic panels. Like, I just imagine the feds having an entire like combing over your book, being like, "Up, oh, carton. Uh, this, There's a guy this in the background. Station no safety is, is connected to the main line. <laughs> Quick." Yeah. To the Batmobile. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, M, do you have the beers? I do. I do. I don't have right. black glassware, so I'm just going to drink out of the bottles. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Uh, yeah, beers one and two are bottles. Um, and, and secure bottles. It took me a while to cut my tape off. I am, I am um, concerned, by the way, at how much shopping Justin does at Target. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. There were there's nine. A lot, there were nine a lot target, of target bags. bags. Yeah, there were oh, there nine were. target bags protecting my four twelve ounce beers. Yeah, there was like a lot I'm, of reusable ones though, and I was like, I will reuse these. No, added, they're great. They're added, great for reusing, but it's <laughs> but it it, it it concerns me that Justin is is at Target at so and we get just, one of these boxes every two weeks, and there's that many target bags in them every time. Oh. So it's like he's asking, it's like he's asking for a bag per item. Well, it's probably, what he probably is doing is, doesn't he have a, a young family? It's probably yes, yeah. like in, Instacart or some kind of delivery service. No, so I get all that. I just, it's a shocking amount of Target. It is a lot of, yeah, it's done, a lot of Target. <laughs> I do a fair amount of curbside pickup, especially during the pandemic. You just drive, I love mm -hmm. Target. I'm a, I'm a big Target fan. Um, and we're a Target family too. Yeah, they give you now we we don't get the reusable ones though. We just get the paper ones. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So. See here in Middlesex Ooh. County, they uh they're 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 a big fan of plastic. Oh, they uh in Connecticut those are illegal. Oh, well. So and you have to pay for the paper bags now too. They're ten cents a bag. That's how they get you. Yeah. That's it's the money's in the bags. Hey, what brings um, us together? Oh, why don't I tell you what brings us together? What brings us together uh, on Steal This Beer is a candid conversation of beer. What it's doing, not what we thought it would do. What it tastes like, not what we were told it would taste like. And where we think you'll enjoy it, not how long we think you should hide it in your basement to trade. Um, to facilitate this, we drink blind. As you've heard, John and I have our black glasses, and M is drinking straight from a very well obfuscated artisanal foil and spackle tape um, setup that Mr. Uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Justin Kennedy has done for us. You are right. Um, so, you still yeah, with us? Sorry, dude. I am. I this am. Is, this I, is, this I know is I just the most well, well trodden area of the show, and I feel I like you were struggling a little bit there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm actually. I'm. I'm also tasting while we talk, and my head is in this. I want to call the nose 
children's paste. You know the paste you used to eat off your hands in like oh, nursery yeah. school? Nursery it smells school, like yeah. that to me. I get that. And, and what's the problem is there might be a generational thing here because I'm talking 70s paste, which I'm sure had lead in it. You guys probably had lead-free paste. But this smells to me like the fucking, you know, pot with like the stick stuck to the bottom yeah, of the no, copper. It smells like spreading paste. I get that. Does anybody else see what I'm talking no, about? Oh, thank God. I, I get it. Thank I understand. You. I understand. It's a, yeah, there's a light Elmer's quality. I, I went two different directions on this, though. There's a little bit of a metallic thing. Yep, uh, for sure. Which, which, which is coming through. But then there's also this, like, I wanted at first to call it spruce or something, but it's Ooh. candied or it's fit. It, there's some, and then it made me think of, like, it's there's something about the aroma that's just generic enough where it's when you're walking through the mall past the 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 the, the body the bath and body, body works. works bath yeah um, where there's their interpretation of the lilac meadow or something uh, uh, this is this is like some wait sort of was like, it wisteria they used to I know what you're talking about but there was one where I was like nobody's ever smelled that flower <laughs> you know what I mean it was like what's <laughs> that thing you're talking about like it's like you know moist summer meadow smell and and they had like wisteria or something written on and that's, like nobody nobody's that's, ever collected enough wisteria flowers to smell them you fucking well, liars well, so that's so that's the thing right where i went to spruce and then i went to something like oh this is what somebody would call like hollyberry or something where <laughs> you don't actually know like what that smells or tastes like but it's some sort of i i don't know like there's just this vaguely reminiscent of somebody's idea of like a christmas candle well so so i'm going to say before i ask em to give her aromatic notes that i think we should do aromatic notes because we've been sitting on this might be um but like all so what's funny is when we're done with this i'm going to be like but when i'm done with this when i talk about the taste i'm going to talk about it as a pretty simple bach is where i think my head's at but the fact that we've talked this much about its aromatics is what i consider a positive so, and besides yeah. John's Christmas mulling spice melange and my children's paste, what are you smelling on this one before we taste it? It's hard to get through the bottle. I also am getting over a head cold. So oh, that's right. You're in the bottle. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. That's, so it's like, right, so let's a, just move to palate. Yeah. The aroma, I'm not really getting anything in the aroma. And I'm like, swollen. are you doing that? Like square up one nostril on the bottle cover. Yep, the other. Pre- I, there cocaine. was video. Yeah, yeah. Well, not the cocaine. I've part, done it. Yeah. Pre- pretending it's cocaine. Like the, the one nostril covered squared up. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. yeah it that's tough. Bottles are a bitch for that. It get like, I get the pace note. I understand where you're coming from. I get this kind of, what is that? There's like a, it's like a there's a basement note. There's kind of like basement, like, the, ooh, like, a, like that musty. There's a slight must, but then there's also like I get where both of you are coming from, like the paste. Could slash, that be John's metallic note? Because somewhere between him saying metallic and you saying basement, I have the thing I'm tasting. Um, yeah, it's 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 funny it's, though, John. When you said metallic. You know all those idiots that say it tastes different from a can? It was I, funny I'm that I, I, I immediately you. tasted the metallic and we're drinking out of a bottle. So I was like, ha-ha, motherfucker. It's not the can. It's the way some beers taste. Yeah. Um, 
All right, Em, why don't you lead us into palate since you're limited by bottle? What are you getting on the taste? It's weird because I get like there's almost it's just there's so much that there's nothing. Huh. Fun. <laughs> Does well, it... I, I know what you mean. So 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 what I would say and I think I kind of know what you're talking about because it does taste interesting and there are flavors going on that I could explore. But when I go to chase them down, I just keep landing on, oh, it's a Bach with a lot of Vienna malt. I get like serviceable brown ale. Yeah, I've, I've got, yeah, so that's the thing. But, <laughs> but, but there are definitely, like if, we, if, if this somehow commanded my attention a little better, I swear we could parse out all of John's, is it cinnamon, is it mace, is it all spice notes in just what I think is a pretty straightforward brown lager malt bill. You know what I mean? Like, like that's why these beers are interesting. I just don't know why this one isn't making me care about it. Yeah. You see, now that all of those baking spices are coming through, I'm wondering if this is like a pumpkin ale of some kind or, you know, something sort of leftover. It's not quite as nutmeg heavy as a lot of those are. Do you think um, it's spiced? See, I think, I think I that there's think some sort spiced. of, this is, and that's the thing, like where my brain is tricked up. It is some concoction of ingredients that somebody says, Oh, this is holiday scented in my mind. Like that, that's just, it's sort of like our, I don't know. Maybe it's just cause the house is like filled with, you know, Christmas junk all over the place, but it's, there's something I, I, the spruce thing is what so got so me down on this, but now I can't find it for a short while. My mom would buy these industrial bags of potpourri from call it Kmart or Marshall's or maybe even target. And at this time of year, they'd be put all around the house and would always intrigued me about it was it was such a hoax because it was like a melange of dried flowers and shit that looked like whatever and then what i realized because all of a sudden my house would have all these fucking industrial smells in them was what they were doing is they just shaved some like you know like mill some wood shavings soak them in some kind of Christmas scented oil and then just bury them into this fucking mix of dried flowers and yeah. call it Christmas potpourri. And as you describe your dilemma, I'm like, oh, it's those fucking wood shavings in my mom's potpourri. <laughs> it's pretty, the thing is, it's very sharp. I feel like that's why I think there is spices in it. Because Maybe. there's, an, there's I'm a, not saying they're not. I just keep landing on, yeah, and that's John's metal. But I just keep landing on Vienna malt. Ah, that's Vienna malt. And maybe I'm wrong. You know, I often pick out a malt and then find out it's not. But yeah, that's where I, my head goes with this. All right. We, we don't know. Where are we drinking this? Oh, yeah. Oh, where are oh, we drinking Cass. this? I'm drinking this at a wedding. Nice. Like, this, this is not that far from what I imagine yingling tastes like. It's just got a little more body. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yingling's a little more hydrogen peroxide which we know I like. But, <laughs> but if, I'm at a, if I'm at a wedding, I bet you this is on tap. And I'm happy to grab it and yingling my ass off. Like, if yingling had a seasonal, do they do seasonals? 
They do the they the Hershey's Porter. Yeah, the Hershey's, yeah, the Hershey's. Yeah, but beer. that's not a seasonal. Yeah, and that gross. and that tastes. But, like but a what I mean is, Hershey if bar. if there was a thing out there called Gingling Thanksgiving beer, I'd be like, oh, that's what this tastes like. The Pottstown Gobbler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we've just invented a beer. Quickly TM that so we can yeah. get some money off that. You know one of those motherfuckers is gonna whip that up for next next November. Uh, um, and you got anything to add? Where would you drink this before we do the reveal and get back to talking about your last two years? It reminds me of like if you're at a party, like some like a Christmas party or a holiday party mm-hmm. or whatever, and you're in, like you go in the fridge and you're like, oh, this and this, is- <laughs> yeah, yeah, and oh, oh, I didn't bring this, but okay, you know, yeah. That's what this They drank was. all my beers. I might yeah. as well have Uncle John's craft. This yeah. was <laughs> years ago. April was in a choir and they would go around the village and, uh, you know, we'd sort of like walk from like one place to the other. It's the West Village uh, in the city and uh, you'd stand in different areas and everything. And th- this, like in a tumbler, uh, would be a fine walking around beer. Mm. In, yeah. 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 Like this time Especially of year. Especially if it was like, cold yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. We've wasted okay. so much fucking time. What is on it, a Cass? Box. It is Sam Adams Winter Lager. Uh, ah. German so brewers go. were onto something centuries ago when they created rich Bach beers for the winter. Our version is crisp with spices, cinnamon, ginger, and bright with orange peel and clementine for a deep flavor and a malty finish that will warm you on a cold winter night. So pairs all that well shit with, is added to this beer? Yeah, pairs well so with figgy it. pudding and glue. <laughs> <laughs> paste not glue glue is different glue yeah, is how glue, you glue make st- your handprint <laughs> you make your handprint with glue you don't eat glue you eat paste yeah um so those spices are it. in there so yeah. yeah but but i i i they integrated the spice so well that i i still never would have committed to it being spiced that's still which insane. i appreciate that's, that's our first time you're saying this is too. still going to be good so wait uh, it's, so wait it's sam adams winter hold on let me open yes it. Sam Adams festive and winter sp- lager and festive and smooth before April of uh, 2022. So, well, what's fu- what's funny about that to me is I said Yingling Thanksgiving, and I feel like Sam Adams Winter is Yingling's Thanksgiving. So <laughs> I'm sticking with that. <laughs> the Pottstown Gobbler, yeah, Pottstown Gobbler. All right, well, you know, um, at Thanksgiving though, just really quick, I was trying to get you know Larry Bell say, wait, forever. No, you know what I'm going to say before you do that? This kicks the shit out of Goose Island Winter IPA. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah and last year on last year on the show justin thought it would be funny uh when everybody was talking about celebration and how wonderful celebration was justin thought it would be funny to bring on goose island christmas ipa which is like essentially the bargain basement of holiday themed ipas and it is fucking justin, terrible J- justin oh, heard our, justin hurt our feelings um which is why he's not here today the bells seasoning that's out there that goes in stuffing and on the turkey oh, and everything. Yeah. And, yeah. No, I, I was trying to that. get Larry Bell for years to try to do a collaboration with them. And he smartly didn't, uh, didn't take my advice. And that's why he was able to sell his company for such a large amount of money. Um, Augie, on the other hand, is usually taking my advice, which is yeah, why this is why nobody I'm wants to buy your company. Yeah. because I do whatever John says. Yeah, I'm not a smoked cream ale. Yeah. Anyway, did I lose you guys? 
No, we're here. Okay. I'm sniffing that other beer. Oh, we're on to number two. No, I'm, um, just, I'm just curious. I don't know what happened to Augie. I hear him kind I'm of here. clicking around. Oh, oh okay. okay. So, Ed, what did, did you, you drink this year that asking? knocked your socks off? Ooh, I made a list, actually, of my top three beers uh, for 2021. And the first was... Is um, Boat. Was, uh, wow, you know I love Boat. <laughs> I <laughs> do love Boat. I can't help myself, boat. John. I can't help myself. Anyway, go on, Em. You were saying, what, what are your real top three for 2021? Um, <laughs> I went to Montana over Labor Day. and Check you out. Have you ever been to Montana? Yeah, I lived in Livingston, Montana for six months when I worked on a movie called The Horse Whisperer. Oh, oh The Horse Whisperer starred with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, and then the girl that Scar-Jo. dies in the beginning was a girl I went to middle school with, Kate Bosworth. Uh-huh. Well, that's actually how I ended up out there because it started in upstate New York and I was on it for those days and then they brought me to Montana. Anyway, go on. Yeah, but so Montana... Um, their beer scene is like if, if 2000, like you could go back in time, it's mm-hmm. all which is and, what I can do. It's great, <laughs> I, I want to hear more about it. Um, go on, all the like amber ales, and but they had uh, Kettle House Brewing, oh, uh, yeah. ma- makes their cold smoke scotch ale 6.5% scotch ale in a tall can, and it was smoked. It's not as cold smoke is a skiing term, apparently. Oh, so it's it. not smoked, but it's a really delicious drink of water. All right, I'm out. Gotcha. <laughs> and it was awesome. It was the best beer I had this year. And it was like, I had it at the airport in Kalispell. And then I had it all up. Like, I, anytime I saw it, I drank it. It was, but the amount of scotch ales in Montana was like, unbelievable that was my take when i was there a couple of years ago as well like i could get really good red ales and i could get yeah. really good scotch ales and i was like this is it was like when i was up in calgary as well it's like the same thing there's something about that part of the globe uh that you know that breadbasket area where they're really leaning in hards to you know old traditional malts and old traditional styles it's it was i did i drink a lot of amber ales and a lot of bl- like regular blonde ales I was like, this is, and what we did a, we would, my sister and my brother-in-law, my mom would go hiking and my husband and I would go to saloons because. <laughs> as you do. As you do. And the amount of like amber ales and scotch ales was like incredibly pleasing to us. It was That's great. interesting. So that was by far my favorite beer of the year because I was like, That's wow, awesome. Who makes what are the distant beer? runners up? Um, actually, they're very close. The second best beer I had was uh, Bissell Brothers. Their mixed fermentation, their Goza from the Milo Brewery, uh, was probably the best Goza I've ever had in my life, the granular Goza. And then the third one was Main Beer, another main. Their 2021, their Thank You 2021 was just a, just a great IPA. I mean, they, yeah. it was just so, so good. Uh, I had it at a bar near my house. Like on a Sunday night, we just went out for dinner, and I was like, "Holy crap! This is yeah, I want another one. This is delicious." So those were my top three of the year. They were just nice, oh. but good it was mix. just yeah, good yeah, good mix. There's like good beer everywhere. That's the best part about beer right now. Yeah, this is how this is how you guys destroy Carton Brewing because M says something like this, and then I'm like, "All right, now we can make a Scotch ale because there's a market for it." Then I make and it in four four fucking cases sell, and the and four people that buy those cases think I'm the nicest guy in the fucking world, 
and then everybody yells at me because there's all the rest of the cases. I, I just heard that you're opening up distribution to Montana. That's yeah, all that's I what heard. you should do. Yeah, you should go to Montana. <sighs> Jump all of the other states. Uh, fuck, <laughs> fuck everything east of the Mississippi <laughs> and to the Rockies. And then let's yeah. just go to Montana. Yeah, as you do. It's because, you know, it's a place with less people than Middletown, New Jersey. And it's one of the biggest states in the union. Um, interesting. I like that list. I like that a Scotch Ale tops it. And I feel like, have you guys started round two? Yeah. I've been sniffing Is, it. I haven't tried it yet. I, I like this it. beer. I think, I think you're completely like fucking with me, Em. Because now, no matter uh, what I, like I think, I think it's a Scotch Ale. It does yep. taste like a Scotch it Ale. Does, it does taste like a Scotch Ale. <laughs> But I feel like that's a hundred percent like like this is gonna end up being a milk stout because as I took my first sip, Em said it's a Scotch ale, and I was like, "How does she it's know?" It's a Scotch ale, All right? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, as the you were inception. talking, I was sipping. So I'm gonna call this a Scotch ale and move on. Um, there's a neat on the nose for me. I'm getting a very neat, different version of cherry. Um, you know how a lot of beers, the dry, like the dried, uh... a lot of malt combos smell like cherry, but Often, you know, if it's high booze, it smells like Robitussin. If it's low booze, it smells like, you know, whatever. There's a cherry smell in here that isn't one I'm familiar with. So maybe like dried cherries in a in a granola or something. It's interesting you went there because I, I was getting this. There's, yeah, there's like that sort of red fruity kind of thing. But then there's this very slight nuttiness to it. Um, like toasted walnut kind of thing, uh, or hazelnuts, maybe. But hazelnut, maybe. But no, not even That's with just your. When you said walnut, I it. felt hazelnut. Okay, go on. Um, em, no, do you have I, a nut for this yeah. nut race? Uh, hold on, I missed it. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. Oh. <laughs> this is much better when we're in person, and I don't accidentally do that to you. Sorry. It's okay. You're good. You're good. Um, no, I get the walnut and I get like, I don't know. Again, I can't, the bottle has, it's a long neck. So it's, a, it's yeah, hard to get the air. Again. Yeah. It's what got, we suggest, yeah. if you want to reroute yourself, what we suggest to guests, and I obviously trust your palate and your instincts here, and I know that you wouldn't make yourself uncomfortable, but we just suggest a coffee mug. Oh, wow. That would have been, that's smart. <laughs> that's super smart. Next time. Th those weren't in the notes that Justin sent? Justin's prep notes didn't say and oh, just in I the opaque he, glass like a coffee mug will work. He probably did, and then I didn't read it. There's no way that's a, I love you for even <laughs> believing that's possible. That is adorable. You're a good person, M. Wow. I never assumed Justin did the work. Um Yeah, the, it, what's the ABV on this? This has gotta be six oh. and a half, seven. It's gotta be higher. There's yeah. seven and a half. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go right at seven. But let me ask you a question. I'm getting that metallic thing again, and I'm wondering yeah. if it's holdover from the first beer. I'm not getting that, and I'm not severing it out. So I, so I think it's just the other beer sticking around, and what because this is not unlike the other beer, except it's more cherry aromatics to the malts than Vienna aromatics to malts, and maybe this one's also spiced. Because that it could be coriander, right? That metal thing we were getting. Wasn't there coriander in the sand? I don't get spice. Yeah. yeah, I don't get spice in this, though. Mm. I get there's, there, a, there's a stringency, though, which makes me think there's dark malts or spice. Yeah. So, but it's, it's, yeah, there's heat. There's a little booze heat. 
there's something mm. about you keep saying cherry, but after this last sip, something in my mind went to like dusty grape as well. Like there's some sort of so it's got to be some sort of like pitted. Yeah. Stone yeah, but not all the way, but not all the way to like heated. dried fruits, right? There's there's a level where there's a little bit of juiciness. There's, to a, it. there's a little there's bit a of level where like figs turn to dates. You know what I mean? And it's not it's not that right. It's not like special bee malts, dried figs and prunes. You know what I mean? It's it's more, you know, like dried fruit. Sure. Sorry to. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I actually, actually, I'm enjoying it. This would be one of those ones where, after walking around the village and drinking the other thing out of a tumbler, heading into one of those bars that you were mentioning before, where the glass actually worked and it's warm inside. You know what this makes me think of is like Chumley's. Like mm. going into Chumley's uh, yeah. and and you know walking past the velvet curtains and getting pints of this, like imperial pints of this, while the fireplace is going and your your cheeks are starting to thaw yeah. out after walking around. Like this is this is what I want for that. So here's, I keep God, I wanting, I keep wanting to believe this is lower ABV than you guys are placing. No. I want this to be like five know. and a half. But when you tell your, but the way I've re- given up on that was when John said drinking imperial pints of this. And I was like, I would be fucking wasted. <laughs> like, like I've been, I've been in, in my head, I've been like, cause there's that little bit of thinness and there's that metallic thing. I'm not really nailing through the edge where I wish it was. I wish the richness held around a little longer. But the minute John said drinking imperial pints of this, I was like, "Oh, you're you're falling off that stool." Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely oh, yeah. higher alcohol. My 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 self defense, <laughs> my my fight or flight jumped in the minute he said imperial pints of this. And where are you drinking this? I'm I'm staying with the holiday theme. I want to go to like a Christmas tree lighting, and drink it out of oh. a like a like a solo cup. <laughs> nice. By the way, the new aluminum Bell's solo cup, ball solo cup, fucking my favorite thing in the world. The what? So Ball, who makes all the cans, who are now shutting down craft beer. Ball, who's decided no more craft beer, Uh, um, whipped up these aluminum solo cups, 16-ounce solo cups, but they're aluminum. So you can use them in your house outside like you would solo cups, but you can also dishwash them and get 50 uses out of them. However, if they do get broken, crushed, or whatever, you don't feel terrible about it because they were only, you know, a couple 80 cents each or whatever. It's like my new favorite thing. Like, it's way better for the world than plastic. Like Are you I serving said, these in the tap room? I'm thinking about seeing if I could get them printed for events, but there's almost no event you want a 16 ounce fucking solo cup at. Yeah, like even even when we go to like the no, but even when we go to like the fireman's fair kind of thing, they really don't want you serving sixteen ounce pints of beer to people standing outside in a crowd. Um, Yeah, especially a glass you can't see through. Right, (laughs) but anyway, it's it's for home (laughs) use. I bought ten of them. I bought ten of them at some maybe Target, and I think I've still got eight. And you got ten later. I think I've got eight six months later. Um, all right, so so what is it? What the fuck? You ready for the reveal? It is Christmas Christmas sale from Bells. It's a Scotch uh, ale. 
Fuck you. It is. Rich, fuck you. Rich and malty with notes of caramel and a warm finish. Starting I to make really... any occasion festive or at least a bit more bearable. Enjoy ABV. with company. 7.5. Yeah. It's 7.5. 7.5. Fuck. Gotcha. Yeah. There it is. I want to know. So here's the thing. I wish I could control time, and I think this is the second time it's come up in the show. But I want to know, because I never pick a Scotch Ale. Like, we've been doing this show six years. I don't think I've ever said Scotch Ale. I want to know what the fuck I would have guessed this beer was if you didn't whisper the word Scotch Ale into my ear as I tasted it. There's no way I'm this good at tasting. I never would have guessed that. Here's, Here's my disappointment, though, is Bells is saying on here, uh, shelf life of six months. I want to see what this beer does in a year. I, I think delicious. that I, I think that this thing would get the just thinness, the thinness of the body that's annoying me. I think makes it a lot less interesting a year out. <sighs> There's nothing for these still flavors get to some. integrate I'll, into. Go buy I'll a six come, pack. I'll come back to you next year. Go yeah. get it, Johnny. Go get it, Johnny. We could do a special show with them next year. <laughs> what I'm saying is that with that middle, where it doesn't, the only real big critique I'd give of the spear is the middle doesn't hold through all the finish. Like the, those cherry notes, those kind of interesting drippy fruit sides to the malt stay in your cheeks and on the sides you're talking about. The, the thinness that high alcohol pushes isn't going to give that stuff anything to integrate into. I don't think you want to drink this in a year. Well, I mean, I'll, I'm going to drink a fresh version in a year, but I'll, I'll, I'll get a bottle and hold on to it anyway. But um, I'm, I'm willing to play that game. I think, I think some of that nuttiness and some of that, that fruit thing, I, I get, I get where you're coming from body wise, but I think it could I, I, five years. No, but an extra six months yeah, on yeah. this, I think could, yeah. you know, I don't know what the hell. Like I'm talking I said, about. the I'm just, the, the blind I'm just here drinking imperial me, pints of the scotch. The blind tiger <laughs> taught me that I love sixels of celebration in the middle of July. Yep. Um. So it's always possible. <laughs> what? Um. I'm just you know I, I'm 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 feeling the the, feeling, the rosy all glow. Of a, all of I'm a sudden feeling, you want to go I'm, sing. All of a I'm, sudden you want to go sing. Somehow uh, Sam Adams and Bells. They the, put me uh, right in the Christmas spirit. It's either I either want to sing or I'm going to go fight somebody. John is about to fa la la his fucking ass off. I'm loving this. Um, all right, Em. So so I get you know. Damn it, we got to tie up in the next ten. Well, wait. So I, yeah. So I I guess what I wanted to talk to Em about, like the thing, you know, there's there are these small benefits I get out of hosting this show when I learn to do shit better, but I am trying to rework my can to make things simpler because you know when we were hand selling everything from the tasting room 10 years ago and my whole big 250 word speech on the side of the beer about my inspiration and what came to it was you know a thing we did now as i'm trying to push out to the edges of new jersey and poor store guys have to sell it and nobody's reading my diatribe. I'm trying to simplify that down to translatable information for a shelf from somebody who doesn't know about me. And I think the thing you're best at in the world, Em, I think because of the nature of your art, is you take these big concepts that, you know, even when we, the three of us sitting around talking over beers after a show can go down what Vienna Lager does for seven and a half fucking hours and somehow you always manage to tighten it up to three to five words. How? Teach me how to do that. What am I doing wrong that I need 
five hours of discussing wild ferment. <clears throat> I think it's I don't I don't know the answer to that actually, but I think I it art the way that pints and panels works and that visual beer education works is that you have to make everything just pictures. I mean, that's the base of all language or all learning is art. And so if you can simplify into pictures, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, it's, it's really difficult. I, uh, the post on Pines and Pinnell's Instagram this morning is fermentation flavors. And you can't, you, you lose a lot because there's so much you can learn about like English ale yeast but you got two sentences, so you have to distill it. You do a very good job of distilling it without feeling pedantic, right? When, when people suggest to me when I'm doing the can, like, put a picture of a chicken leg for pairs with, and I'm like, it doesn't pair with chicken, it pairs with ennui. And I don't know how to know, draw <laughs> There's no way to draw ennui. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is, you know, all art. It, it, it's, it's similar to je ne sais quoi. It's okay. actually a picture of a guy who used to run my tasting room named Sloan. But I don't know that everybody's going to get that. Um, <laughs> Woof. But, uh, but you, you, you know what I mean. I'm like, you, you really do make it like five words that work for me and don't piss me off. Because when everybody else tries it, I'm like, go fuck yourself. Nothing's that simple. So I th- maybe, it's the, maybe it's the act of trying to draw it first helps you simplify it. But I've always appreciated that about you. It never feels like, oh, you know. Here's five words. Everybody, it's it's like when you know I bitch on the show when people like pairs well with cheese, because everybody likes cheese. You know, what I mean, I think I think you sure. do a better job of no, you don't like no, cheese. I, I I adore cheese. I love cheese, but I think you do a good job. Maybe I should start trying to draw my thoughts first. Maybe that'll uh, help me distill them. Um, anyway, hey, can I yeah. point out to folks? Uh, who are listening uh, still, if they're still with us. Uh, M had mentioned earlier about the commissions that she's doing. And some of the coolest art that I have seen uh, anywhere in the beer space in the last couple of years is when M is taking commissions of favorite beer bars or breweries and coming up with original artwork for people to hang on their wall uh, in her very uh, well-established style. Uh, But that, I think, speaks to places that are important to us so um everybody should go to m's website and get commissions of their favorite beer bars and yeah it's it's so much fun to draw i didn't like drawing getting commissions is terrifying because you don't know what they're going to ask especially with pets pets are really hard to draw because people love pets uh but buildings can be really difficult because of the angle and whatnot and so when i get commissions i'm like oh god what are they going to have me draw and but they always turn out i'm always proud of what i hand in so when you get something from me it's gonna be good uh or i i I at least think it's good and it's fun to draw one i just got to draw bailey's taproom rest in peace bailey's taproom from portland oregon i spent many a night there when i lived in oregon uh and it was really fun to draw i just drew beer wax for um oh fun i love beer wax i've never been to beer wax are you serious? Uh, oh, you I, must go. I live in I live in like Hartford, Connecticut. Like I don't like That's so close. It's a three hour <laughs> it takes three. I went to no, New York. No, there's a train that literally goes direct. There's a tra- it, yeah, it leaves at six thirty in the morning. Get on that shit. 
we can hook you up. We can hook you up with uh, with Chris over Trust there. Trust me, the, at, the, the at door will open for you. At eight a.m., they're playing real chill, fucking native tongues, tribe shit. You're fine. It's not going to be too hard to drink to those beats, and then it'll no. it'll get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I Come it's it, yeah. I and I love New York. I was in New York on Tuesday for uh, went to McSorley's. We just did. I had a friend. Oh visiting. God, oh, McSorley's. Here we go. <laughs> Augie was trying to wrap up the show, but welcome yeah. to hour number two with them Souter. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we went to McSorley's. John, John tried to present on the show recently that that McSorley's beer was anything other than like. A novelty T-shirt from a boardwalk. It is. It is perfect for <laughs> drinking at McSorley's. It, it fucking is the worst beer in the world. They're okay. I, terrible. The dark <laughs> is good. The light is the residual sugars. And because I was with a friend who I had taken the master's Cicerone exam with, um, who works at AB, so like he's a very smart. He's probably the smartest beer person I know, and. The light, we were both like, what is with the... Res-? It's so flabby. And the Ugh. residual sugars in the light are... It's, but the dark is... There's a dryness to I agree with you, but I think good. what you're doing is only by comparison to the light. Next time you go, just drink dark, and you'll hate it as much as you hate light. You had them side I'll, by side, and the light I made did the have dark them look side better. By side. They're both fucking horrible it's a beers. Silly, it's a silly place. Right. I agree with you. And when I go to fucking, I don't know, Va Beach, I drink Crushers and buy a Va Beach t-shirt. But I don't pretend I had a good beer. You know what I mean? I don't pretend that experience was world class. And John was trying to pretend that McSorley's makes a fine I think beer. You're, I think you are you're <laughs> misremembering and once again playing up to, to the audience. This is like the people who think that I'm fighting with Alex Kidd right now. You um, hate Alex Kidd. Are, are you fighting I, with Alex? Do I have to show you the text? <laughs> I want to know. Are you fighting with Alex? He's such a nice guy. What, Alex what is he? fighting with me. Oh, what did he do? Alex's people are what, fighting what, with... What, what Al- did he Alex's do? Alex's people are fighting with the cloud. <laughs> We don't have enough time, even if we go into hour four. Right, yeah. No, I can, I can definitely right. bring, I can, I can explain the story in two minutes. Nope. Some nope. Alex Kidd listener <laughs> tweeted something that got John's attention about how John was talking shit about Alex. And it just delighted me. And I think I beat that horse a little too hard. There's a, there's <laughs> a guy who's doing a podcast in the UK um, uh, uh, who had me on his show last week, and that was one of his questions: of Can you can you tell me about the nature of this fight with Alex Kidd? And I was like, This needs to stop right now. Oh because, my god! Wait, you know, so yeah. dude, wait, no, you gotta lean into that. You can't just <laughs> let that slide. You gotta be like, you gotta be like, well, how long do you have? And and you must do. You know that thing you hate most when you ask a question and somebody goes, Oh, good question. Every time somebody asks you that, you have to go. Oh, good question. And then really lead into it. Be like, well, how much time do you have? I, I need to know where to start on the timeline. I think right. you can do it. I think you can do it. All right. So uh, do we have a letter? No. We don't have a letter? <laughs> well, thanks we for coming in. Good night, everybody. <laughs> we don't have a letter. and <laughs> We got to jump over to the other show. So, All right. Um, fine, fine, fine. Hey, Em, thanks for joining us. Now, Em, seriously. You listed shit they can do, and we, we think they should do it. So book is April 25th. Are you going to mm-hmm. tour around? Will we see you? Or are you going to come to Carton and make John Hall make me go to a book signing again? Are you inviting me um, to Carton? You're welcome, but I don't, 
John will tell you it's torture. I okay, fucking great. hate book signings, but I love you. So if you want to do it, I'll, I'll, let, I'll, I'll yeah. let John organize it. Um, but more importantly, so April, look for the book. But in the meantime, if you have a favorite beer like boat or a favorite bar like the Tiger, how do they get you to have them draw that for their significant others for Christmas? They, well, uh, the, I know the, there's no time before yeah, Christmas. Okay, the window is closed. You son of a bitch. I was yeah, kind of Christmas joking. 22. Yeah, yeah I was Christmas, kind of yeah. joking. <laughs> Birthdays uh, and other um, anniversaries. Birthdays uh, after January 15th. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> or to, Boxing Day. Yeah, Pines, oh, it makes a great Boxing Day gift. Pinesandpanels.com. Uh, in the shop at the very top, there are three choices. You can get your favorite beer drawn. I do family portraits. I did a fair amount of Christmas cards this year, actually. Um, That's and, fun. Yeah, uh, demanding, but fun. A lot of people, you know, it's making sure everyone looks correct, Santa hats included. Uh, and then <laughs> I do, uh, yeah. But my, my family wears plaid Santa hats. Plaid? And all of the beard nets <laughs> that your kids are <laughs> famous <laughs> for. Yeah. yeah. Do not make me try... Um, Make sure, yeah, dogs yeah. are really hard to draw. Yeah, clean shaven yeah. families only. My place. dog wears a flannel Santa hat. That's all I'm saying. The fl- <laughs> yeah, flannel. <laughs> all right, Em. Well, right. we love you. Thank you so much for Dog's coming shot. on. Um, Thank you for having me. Thanks, we Tom. will catch up again in person and we will go out drinking after said episode, as always. But in the meantime, thanks for just clocking in and checking Thank in you. with us and catching up with us. All right. Yeah. Appreciate it. Cast, Cass, write Cass, us a letter. Put out a deep voice. Deep voice. Uh, <laughs> write us a letter. Steal this beer podcast at gmail.com. gmail.com. Follow us on all social medias at Steal This Watch Beer. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, see what we're drinking on Untapped. It's a good. That's a good impression. Thank you. He's got a little. Yeah. He's got a little Beavis on it. I got it. I what you, you going to do? I, gotta, <laughs> I, just, I just got some scotch ale. Yeah. Um, scotch ale. All right. I just traded some scotch ale. Get right, at us. Hey, get at us. We love you. Bye. <laughs>